Welcome to the Tony Acosta Show. Tony is a top producing broker whose team has consistently been in the top 1% in the state of Utah. He is a chapter president for the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals and a member of the Forbes Real Estate Council. His insights have helped dozens of agents reach success in their business and his passion for training drives him daily. Here's the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome into another episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're having a phenomenal day. Hope you had a great weekend. This is one of my favorite weeks of the year because it's Halloween week. So we've been hitting up all the haunted houses. We have our costumes ready. I hope you know you have all your Halloween parties lined up. Hope you eat a ton of candy, spend some great time with your friends, your family, because that's what it's all about. Halloween is probably my favorite season. It's, it's my favorite holiday. So Let's just say I'm a little extra pumped this week, uh, and especially for today's topic, guys. Today's topic is one that is plastered all over social media. It's all over Twitter. It's all over Instagram, and it's one that uh, I feel like I can really identify with because as someone who has struggled with you know, mental health issues in the past, I've learned a lot of different things, and I've, I've been able to kind of change my perspectives a little bit, and uh, when it comes to mental health, you know, things like depression, anxiety, sadness, fear, things like that, it's really difficult to get out of it, especially when you get into a place where it's deep and where you kind of lose all motivation. And now I'm I'm not a psychiatrist or a therapist or anything like that. And if there's someone out there who has real issues, I highly, highly recommend that you seek professional help. And that's actually something that I'm going to talk about uh, as we move along in this podcast. But I do want to talk about uh, some things that that I read about on social, on Twitter, on Instagram, of people not not feeling fulfilled, of people not feeling like they're getting anything done, people feeling like they're stuck, like they're failures, like they don't reach any of their goals. And I want to talk about it because again, I've I've had those thoughts in the past and I've had those feelings in the past. And one of the things that has really helped me is just to kind of go through an entire mental exercise to really change my mindset and change my, my, my point of view and my perspective to the point where I can feel better about where I'm at, even if my immediate circumstances don't change. And I think that that's, that's the main point because as somebody who has struggled with depression, when you're in that feeling, if somebody tells you, Hey, just, you know, be patient, everything will be fine. Just gut it out. Like all those things, even though they're, they're well-intentioned, they don't help. And in many cases, they just make it worse. And the people that are in our lives, you know, they might be, again, very well-intentioned. They might be great people. They might love you, but they might just simply not understand what it is that you're feeling, what it is that you're going through. And so I want to share five critical points today that I really think can help you feel better about yourself and get on the path towards fulfillment and towards happiness, which in the end is, in my opinion, the path that, that, that all of us are on. So point number one is when you're in this place where you don't feel fulfilled, you got to ask yourself, what aspect of my life am, am I not happy with? For some people, it's going to be their relationship status. It could be your body, your fitness. It could be your employment. It could be, you know, if you have a business and it's not going well or you don't enjoy it. It could be your relationships as it pertains to your friends or your social circle. There's there's so many different aspects and layers of life that you have to take a step back and ask yourself, okay, what is going well in my life and what isn't going well? And be very honest about it. 
because the 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 first thing that you have to realize on this path to fulfillment is that you're probably doing better than you think you are. And it's really easy to beat ourselves up. It's really easy to be negative with ourselves, which is something that I talked about in my last podcast when I said that I hope that your child gets bullied. If you haven't heard that podcast, go back and, uh, and take a listen to it. But you really have to, to really ground yourself and be grateful for the things that you do have. That has to be the starting point, okay? What do I have? What, what, what talents do I have? What blessings do I have? And again, be really honest, really transparent with yourself. If you want to go even further, buy a journal, write them down. But everything has to start from a place of gratitude. And gratitude doesn't mean acceptance of things that you don't like. That's the key here. I can be grateful about the things that I have and still not feel fulfilled, still want more, still feel like I need to improve in many areas. But if you're in that dark place where you don't even realize all the good things that you have, which, I mean, if you live in America, if you have a car, if you have a home, if you have a job, if you have a family, I mean, you're doing much better than you think you are. But that's got to be the starting point. And from then you have to ask yourself, what do you want? What do you want to achieve? What aspects of your life do you need to get better at? What is it? Again, is it your fitness? Is it your financials? Is it your relationships, your marriage, or maybe your friends? Is it your career? What aspect of your life is the one that is most dragging you down? And it could be one, it could be multiple, but you have to be really, really clear about what you want. And until you do that, you're going to continue to feel lost because before any journey can begin, you have to have a destination. If you don't have an end goal, if you don't have an end destination, then it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter, you know, nothing matters because there's nowhere to arrive at. There's no, there's no end point. So no matter where you end up, it doesn't matter because you don't have a goal. So again, point number one, you have to really establish what it is that you want. Point number two, guys, you have to ask yourself, is it attainable? Like, is this something that can actually happen? And one of the big issues that I have in today's personal development culture, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, everyone wants to be a millionaire culture, is we set goals that aren't very realistic. And in doing so, we set ourselves up for even greater failure in the future. For example, if you aren't happy with your financial situation, you know, let's just let's just set set that as an example. People will make a goal like, oh, you know, if I was a millionaire, I, I would be happy. And the goal is to be a millionaire. Well, is that is that going to happen? I mean, maybe, but it's not very likely. And if you just kind of leave it floating there, oh, I wish I was a millionaire, then you're probably not going to get anywhere. And what's going to happen is you're going to think that that's your goal. And because you think that that's your goal and it's not attainable, um, now for some of you, it might be, and I'll talk about that in the next point, but if you just say, I want to be a millionaire, like, what does that mean? Like, it doesn't mean anything concrete. It's just, it's just kind of an abstract, cool thought, right? Or if you say, oh, I want to, I want to be fit. I want to lose a hundred pounds in a month or in two months. It's, it's just not real. And what's going to happen is that in order to obtain those goals, you're going to start to either cheat or take shortcuts or harm yourself even more. So you have to ask yourself, is it attainable? Now, Another thing when it, when it pertains to, is it attainable? Do you have what it takes? And what I mean is like, do you have a real talent? 
Are you good at something? For example, I could set a goal. I want to be the quarterback for the New England Patriots. Well, that's not going to happen, right? Or I want to play in the NBA. I'm five foot eleven. No, I played basketball in high school, but I wasn't really good enough to play in college. So if I set my goal at I want to be an NBA player, I can't. Like I mean, that's not attainable. And no matter how much vis- visualizations I do, no matter how much personal development, like I'm not going to achieve it. I can't. It's just it's not. For me, I don't have the skills. I, I I can't do it. So I feel like you have to be very honest with yourself about what you want, but then ask yourself, can I actually obtain that? Can I? Is that actually doable? Now, that doesn't mean that your goals can't stretch you or that your goals can't push you to be better, that you can't be scared of your goals because they're so big, but you have to be careful to not go completely over the edge of something that is just not realistic. So you have to ask yourself, is it attainable? So usually my my recommendation and one of the things that I've tried to do is the thing that you want has to be tied with something that you're good at, something that you enjoy as it pertains to like careers and things like that. Um, because if we talk about relationships, you know, is it attainable to have a good marriage? Is it attainable to have good friendships? Yeah, all those things are attainable if, and this leads me to point number three, you have to be very clear of what do you have to do? to obtain it. Like what actions do you have to take? Because in this social media era, we see everybody else doing well. And we forget that what we see on social media is just a highlight reel of everybody's lives. Nobody puts the crap um, on, I mean, actually some people do, but most people don't put the junk in their lives on social. Most people put the happy times, the photos, the memories, all that stuff. But you have to be you know, very, very clear of what do you have to do to obtain what you're trying to obtain. And once you're there, once you know what it is that you have to do, broken down into action items, actionable steps, you got to actually do it, man. And you have to be willing to put in the work because what I found is, and again, this is from personal experience, you go through point number one and you say, okay, what do I want? Okay, I want this. Point number two, is it attainable? Yeah, I think so. I think I can do that. Okay, point number two. But when you get to point number three, you don't do anything about it. And so what ends up happening? You end up feeling worse again. And you're you're taking steps backwards. Because in the beginning, when you didn't have anything, you felt like crap. So now, now you know what you want, but you don't have it, so you feel like crap. You know that it's obtainable, but you still don't have it, so you feel like crap. And it it really just makes you feel worse. So the point number three is, what do you have to do to obtain it? How do you do it? The how is, that's where all the magic is, guys. And that's where I feel like a lot of the personal development uh, literature of the day really fails and really falls short because most of it is just visualization, visualization, see yourself, believe in yourself you know, just, you know, think and grow rich, you know, all these messages that are accurate, but they're only part of the picture. It's not complete. So the next point is, what do you have to do? And be very clear. Again, if you have a journal, write this down. What do I have to do if if I want to get into a relationship? What do I have to do? If I want to improve my fitness, what do I have to do? How do I get there? And point number four is, very simple. Are you willing to do it? 
And that's that's a tough question, guys, because let's let's set again, let's set a fitness example. You want to improve your body. Okay. What do you have to do? You have to eat better, you got to work out more. Two basic things. Are you willing to do it? Some people are, some people aren't. Some people aren't willing to cut back on the junk food. Some people aren't willing to put in the time to go work out or, you know, deal with the soreness and you know, try to eat better and drink more water and stop eating donuts or their morning lattes or whatever it is. They got to give those things up in order to get to that fitness fit place where they want to get to. But some people just aren't willing to do it. And that's okay. That's okay. But the point is, if you have a goal and you establish what you have to do and you go through these steps, again, what do you want? Is it attainable? What do you have to do? And if you get to the point where it's, are you willing to do it? If the answer is no, then you got to stop complaining then that point is no longer should no longer be a point of sadness or depression or lack of fulfillment like you don't you, you no longer have any excuses and you got to stop complaining you got to just accept the fact that it is what it is and i'm not willing to change it i'm not willing to do what is necessary to change it and here's another important caveat in many cases guys you don't get to decide what you have to do to change certain things you just have to follow the game plan. I use fitness as an example because it's easy to, to understand and everybody gets it. But, you know, you don't get to choose how much you can eat or how much you can't eat. You don't get to choose how much you work out or if you work out one day a week or two or three or four or five. You just, you just got to put in the work and you got to do what you got to do. But again, if, if I'm trying to get fit and I don't want to put in the work, I can't complain about being fat. I can't be depressed about being out of shape. I can't be depressed about not being able to, you know, wear a bathing suit or take my shirt off at the beach or whatever it is. I can't be depressed because I'm embarrassed of how I look in photos if I'm not willing to do what it takes to improve my body. If we talk about relationships, if you're yearning for a relationship or maybe you feel bad because your relationship isn't good or you don't have one or you've been hurt in the past or whatever it is, what do you have to do to find a good one? Well, you got to put yourself out there. You got to go on dates. You got to try to meet people. You got to connect. You got to give yourself an opportunity. And if you decide that you're not willing to do that or you don't want to do that, that's fine. There are plenty of happy single people in the world. But then you can't complain about being single. You can't complain about not having a partner or you, you can't let that bring you down because now, now you're in control. Now you're making a conscious decision to live that way. And again, that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is that you have to take control of your circumstance. You have to take control of where you're at and decide whether or not you want to change it, whether it's worth it or not, right? Um, so point number four is, are you willing to do what it takes? Quick example, if you talk about money, are you willing to work more hours? Are you willing to be creative to start that business? Are you willing? Are you willing? Are you willing? If you have to maintain your job, are you willing to work after hours on your side hustle? Are you willing to learn? Are you willing to mastermind? Are you willing to study? Are you willing to, to really put yourself out there to try to build something substantial? Maybe you are. And if so, there you go. You, you have your roadmap. But if you're not, then quit whining about not having any money. Okay? Now, point number five, guys, is the most important one. And this is really the one that, that kind of helped me get out of that dark place slowly because this doesn't happen 
you know, from one day to another. It takes time. It takes a lot of mental exercise. Uh, I, I learned it's, it's just like going to the gym. I mean, the brain is a muscle and you have to exercise it. Emotions are muscles that must be exercised and controlled. If you, if you think about, uh, you know, fitness and bodybuilding, there's a very common phrase that says, you know, the way to build muscle is time under tension and control the weight. I feel the exact same way when it comes to mental issues, time under tension, you have to spend time in uncomfortable mental positions so that you can grow stronger. You have to analyze tough situations. You can't just hide away in a cocoon forever and expect nothing to ever bother you. That's that's not the real world. And when it comes to controlling the weight, you got to be in control. You might feel anxiety. You might feel depressed. You might, but you got to start taking back your control, control of your psyche, control of your emotions, control of your actions, slowly but surely. And the way that I did it was just going through these four points with every single aspect of my life. I've made progress in a lot of them. I'm still working on all of them because, you know, it's not like you arrive. There's always things that you can improve on or things that you want to keep growing at, but you're moving along and you have a map. But the interesting thing is that it's a map that nobody can give you. You have to build it yourself. Nobody can give it to you. You got to build it yourself. So point number five, guys, is finding joy in the now and having patience in the journey. A very, a very common phrase that people often say is, oh, I'll find happiness, right? Like someday I'll be happy. And I feel like that's, that's, that's completely wrong. Because again, if you start from a place of gratitude, you have so much to be grateful for. And being happy in my opinion, it doesn't mean that you're always going to be laughing out loud. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're always going to be ecstatic and with a smile from, from ear to ear. For me, that's, that's not happiness. For, for me, real happiness is being in control, really being in control, feeling in control of yourself, being able to decide how things go being able to to, to face difficult circumstances and find solutions, being able to control my emotions, being able to, it just comes down to that, really being in the driver's seat of my own mind. So it's definitely possible, even though it seems like it's completely counterintuitive, to be happy even in difficult circumstances. And that should be your goal. Again, it doesn't mean that you're going to be laughing when you're facing something difficult or you're going to have a huge smile that's fake. But happiness for me really means contentment. Being in a place where you're content, where you know that you still have growing left to do and you're working towards it and you have a map and you have a goal. Because that 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 word contentment is also one that a lot of people struggle with. A lot of people feel like if you're content, it means that you're quitting. It means that you're kind of settling for whatever it is life gives you. I don't I don't think it's that way at all. I, in fact, I think it's the complete reverse. I think contentment is when you feel at peace and you feel in control. And that's something that you can have now. That's something that you can absolutely have now. And the last, the last point that I want to make for you guys is patience. Have patience. And patience gets a lot easier when you have a map. Trust me. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have things not go your way. You know, you might feel like you take one step forward and you take three steps back. That's part of the process. But when you have a map, that's when life starts to get interesting. 
Because if we go through the points again, you know what you want, you know it's attainable, so you know that you have what it takes, or you're willing to learn what it takes, you're willing to do what you have to do in order to attain it, and you find joy in that journey, in that process. Gary Vaynerchuk, who if you don't know, if you're listening to my podcast and you don't know who Gary V is, then go listen to his podcast and then come back to my podcast. But he always talks about the journey. He always talks about just playing the game, just finding joy in that journey, guys. And really, that's that's something that has been absolutely life-changing for me from being in a place where I felt dark, where I felt with no purpose. I felt like nothing was going well in my life. I felt like I was failure after failure. Things just went wrong one thing after another. And I was starting to feel buried. I was starting to have very, very dark thoughts, which I still have to manage you know, day in and day out. And some days are better than other days. But my message to you is build your map. Build your map and follow it for the rest of your life. Because something that I always tell people that are close to me is life is long. Life's long. We feel like it's not. And sometimes we feel like we're still in our 20s and we should have our life figured out or we see everybody around us having their lives figured out. Always remember this. You don't know what's happening inside of someone's home. You don't. Someone may seem very successful. Someone may seem very happy or very alive or very fortunate. You don't know what is going on in that person's head. There's so many examples of this from you know people, even like famous people, Robin Williams, Heath Ledger. I mean, real people that you would think had everything going for them. They had money, they had fame, they had fortune, they had fans, they had fame, they had everything. And they ended up committing suicide. So what does that tell you, guys? What does that tell you? It tells you, number one, that it's not everything. So if you're just chasing money just for the sake of chasing money or fame for fame, then you're in trouble. But at the same time, you don't know what's going on in somebody's head. So don't judge. Don't judge people and don't judge yourself because it just might be that they might seem like they're better off on Insta, but maybe you're happier. Maybe you're more fulfilled and there's just no way to know that. So don't compare, which is one of the hardest things to do, guys. So with that being said, I really hope that this is a helpful podcast. Please pass it on to anybody that you know that has these issues of not feeling fulfilled, of not being happy, of feeling stuck. Maybe they're depressed. Um, And as I always say, if there's one person out there that can take these five points, apply them and improve their life just 1%, then my job here is done. So with that being said, guys, until next time, thanks so much.